Good morning. It's January 5th, and welcome to Doing Life, Daily Devotions for Finding Peace in Stressful Times. This is the audible companion of the book by the same name, and the music you are listening to was White Liar by Miranda Lambert. Today's title is Little White Lies. Let the words of my mouth and the meditations of my heart be acceptable to your sight, O Lord. Psalm 19.14 The Lord detests lying lips. But he delights in people who are trustworthy. Proverbs 12, 2. Every man on the planet knows that he's in trouble when he hears his wife ask the age-old question, Does this outfit make me look fat? It is certainly possible that a husband might respond with an answer that by any objective criteria was not quite the truth. Little untruths that we tell are referred to as white lies. The Oxford English Dictionary defines a white lie as a harmless or trivial untruth meant to protect someone's feelings. Its origin was in the 14th to 16th century when the moral purity that had been attached to the color white was added to modify the 10th century term lie for untruth. This is an everyday occurrence of the ends justifying the means. You do a bad thing for a good end. There are several problems with this, not the least of which is that for a person of basically good moral character, it can become addictive. In addition, telling little lies makes it easier to tell bigger lies, and gradually the beneficiary can switch from the recipient of the untruth to the teller. Let's say one gradually develops an addiction. It can be a drug, alcohol, pornography, gambling, any number of vices. Now, when you first get into any of these pursuits, hiding them from, say, your spouse can be rationalized as protecting them from worry about what you do in your free time to release your stress. But as you sink deeper and deeper, the deceit often gets bigger and more frequent, and pretty soon you're lying all the time, not to spare the other's feelings, but to cover your own guilt and shame. Once we practice to deceive what a tangled web we weave originated in Sir Walter Scott's play, Marmion, and in fact referred to a love triangle. Lies to hide an activity that we know will harm another emotionally may seem the same as a white lie, but they're really not. Remember that the white lie by definition comes from a morally pure place where the only intent is to spare another's feelings. There is no morally questionable activity being hidden by a white lie. So, the person who is immersed in a vice to which they have become addicted is not sparing the other party's feelings when they lie about it. They're simply lying about it to cover their own tracks. And as their lies become more frequent, they overlap. And very soon, that tangled web has been woven. There's a reason God told Moses to include not bearing false witness when those first ten of 613 commandments came down the mountain. Lying damages your character the perception that others have of you. Over time, if you're not a sociopath, it will damage your own perception of self and lead to depression, anger, and self-loathing, leaving you unable to pursue your normal life, let alone find the path to peace and happiness. Honesty may not always be the best policy when answering that question about your wife's outfit, but it is in nearly every single other aspect of your life. If you always tell the truth, You never have to remember anything, Mark Twain. I'm not upset that you lied to me. I'm upset that from now on I can't believe you, Nietzsche.
Lord, we ask your Holy Spirit to lead us into all truth. If you, Jesus, are the truth, then it is no wonder that you command us to avoid falsehood. Have your Spirit give us a nudge whenever a little white lie turns a shade darker, so that its motivation is no longer pure, but self-serving. Amen. We'll see you tomorrow.